Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Can you guys stop arguing about UFOs? <laughs> like Seton and Pauly are back and forth. That Pauly thinks Seton's crazy. Seton thinks Pauly's crazy. Seton believes in UFOs. Pauly doesn't. Yes, Pauly. Right before the show started, moments before you're about to go on air, the open plate and Seton turns to me and not in a joking way. He goes, he goes seriously, bro, you don't believe in UFOs? <laughs> and I think I said the same thing back to him the other way. I said, seriously, you do? Yeah, yeah, there was like a comment made about how absurd oh, I, I it is know. to believe in it. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I believe Seems in UFOs. Seems pretty true. It's yeah. like, it, because even like when we start cutting down to it, it's like, oh, no, no, no. I believe in UFOs. I just don't believe that UFOs from other planets are coming to visit us. It's like, so you kind of believe in UFOs. You don't believe a UFO would come to visit Baker Mayfield is what you're saying. No, but I think Baker Mayfield could have seen one. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when Sam Darnold said he saw ghosts in the pocket? <laughs> like nobody ripped him and said, there's no ghost, Sam. Baker got ripped because he saw UFOs. Yes, Todd. And then Seton said to Paulie something along the lines of, so you don't believe there's any type of life forms at all in the entire galaxy? It's just us here and that's the end of it? Yes, Paulie. Well, that might be different. Like I could believe that there's uh, plants on other planets and some type of life form in the process of you know, evolving. But I don't know that they simultaneously at the same time as us have spaceships. Like we have spaceships and they have spaceships. We drive by each other. What do you think they would think if they tuned in to TNT's, you know, you know, inside the NBA and they saw Shaq or they saw Barkley? The aliens would have a harder time figuring out that there there's somebody that Shaq or Barkley. Ernie Johnson segue. Ernie Johnson Jr. By the way, inside the NBA Sports Emmy Award winning studio show, um, they have a documentary. It's a four part documentary series, and uh, it first uh, part was last night. First episode aired last night. Part two tonight, it's the role player at 9 Eastern. And uh, Ernesto Johnson Jr. the third joining us on the program. Good morning, Ernie. 
And I think, uh, good morning, Dan. I think the, the answer to your question is why do those UFOs never land as if, if they did see our show, <laughs> they would just zip past. That's, that's for sure. How are you doing this morning? I'm man? doing great. I'm doing great. Paulie brought up a question to me right before I uh, turned on the microphone to talk to you. And he said, how did Ernie get the job as the host of Inside the NBA? How did, how did you get that? I was working in Atlanta at um, a station you remember, a local station there, because you were at CNN at the time. I was working for WSB. I was the weekend sports anchor. And um, the folks at Turner called one day and said, hey, would you want to come and work with us? Because um, we have this role for you as um, the host of our wide world of sports type show called U.S. Olympic Gold. And so we'd like you to host that for about a year and then and then become the host of the Goodwill Games in Seattle. And I said, that sounds uh, that sounds good. I'll, I'll do that. There was really not much talk about the NBA at that point. Um, as things worked out, there was a bit of a power struggle at the top of the Goodwill Games organization in between the time I was hired and the time that the Goodwill Games happened. And so Larry King became the host. And he had uh, Hannah Storm and Nick Charles as his co-hosts. And, and I was assigned to, uh, to all the sports that Bo doesn't know, as I referred to it at that point. <laughs> Judo, uh, team handball, um, uh, modern pentathlon. I was, uh, I was kind of a jack of all trades covering things at the Goodwill game. So that didn't exactly shake out the way it was supposed to, but, uh, but certainly in the long run, when the, when they asked me to, to host the uh, NBA, that was, a, that was a pretty good career move. What was it like when Barkley first came to town? Oh, I think we're all pumped. I mean, who wouldn't be? Because this was like landing the biggest free agent in history. Uh, this was, you know, this was, um, and especially what made it even, even better, I, in a way, was we had kind of resigned ourselves to the fact that he was going to go to NBC, you know, that, you know, he'll be over there with them and, and, but we'll keep doing our thing. And Kenny and I, you know, really enjoyed working together, but man, when you land that, it's like, Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be so much fun. And my only question at the time was when the novelty wears off is, is Charles going to say, okay, that's enough of this. I've done three shows now. What else is there in my life? So, um, Fortunately, he's been he's been with us for like 21 years or 20 years now. So, uh, no, it's he's been Dan, as you know, he's been tremendous. And 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 the whole key to that is he hasn't changed from the, the person he was as a player to the person he is on TV. Uh, and I think that see that's the danger. If you say all of a sudden, yeah, I've been kind of this outspoken guy and always you know he's always opinionated. But when the red light goes on, now I'm I'm going to hush up. And that's he's been so far over over the edge on that. It's not even funny. And I know that um, I don't make, mean this literally of rehearsing. How much rehearsing do you do? But we have these meetings before a show where you kind of go over topics that you're going to bring up or you might clue somebody in on a joke that you might a prank you play on somebody else. But how much of what is said on the show itself are you aware of before the show? Um. 
None of it, really, <laughs> from those guys. No, not from them, because because the production meeting, I'm in there with Tim Kiley and Jeremy Levin, who's ever producing that night. And, you know, and about 20, 25 uh, other people are on the call now on these Zoom production meetings. Oh, Shaq and Charles and Kenny aren't in on. No, those? no, 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 no. They've never been. And okay. and the, and the thing is. Um, part of that was by design, but part of it was like, I, they were like, I'm not going to sit in a meeting for three, three hours before we go on the air. And it just works out better for us because if we do have something we want to spring on Kenny, an old, an old piece of video where he gets his pocket picked at midcourt and somebody dunks, we don't want him saying, oh, yeah, Kenny, get ready because in the third segment of post game, we're going to show this. So that's what we want to do. We just want to be able to spring things on people. And like the other night, we, I mean, we, we, you know, made up this game show for Shaq based on the fact that he, <laughs> you know, Pascal Siakam the week before I had said, you got your eye on Pascal. And he said, no, I'm, I'm, I got my eye on Siakam. And it's like, <laughs> so the next week we had a game show on the air. And could, could you name the first, what's the first name of these players? And, and I told him, and I even told Shaq, I said, look, here's, here's, our stat sheet that we get from Elias or whoever, you know, so every, every name I'm going to give you, it's, it's either in the top 20 of a department or the top 10 of a department. So, you know, you know, here it is. Here's the last name monk. He plays for Charlotte, uh, Eli, no Malik. Okay. As I, and it was, it was just what we do. But, but do know? the producers have the green light, Ernie? I know it feels like the talent has the green light, but producers poking, Hall of Fame players, everything. Are 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 you allowed to, you know, suggest something that might hurt somebody's feelings or make them uncomfortable? Yeah, I think we've I think we've done this long enough to know that no one's feelings are going to get hurt. Uh, if that were if that were the case, then we there wouldn't be a docu series right now. People would have bailed on the show. Uh, you know, I'm talking about people who were on the show long ago because every every one of us has been uh has been in the in the crosshairs from the other guys so but Shaq um, does poke no. charles it feels like there's a little bit more tension no it's man did you see Shaq the other night on the wrestling thing yeah okay Shaq knows drama Shaq knows tv Shaq knows what's good you know so if Shaq's going to raise his voice at chuck because they can't agree on exactly where Kristaps Porzingis should be in the Dallas offense. It's it's not that they're going to step out in the parking lot. It's just, you know, it's good, it's good conversation, but it's never forced. It's never something like, well, Shaq's just going to take this position so that we can have an argument on the air. It's just these guys have different philosophies on the game. So, um, no, but please rest assured, there is not going to be this heavyweight bout of, you know, 700 pounds of, humanity wrestling on the floor have i'd like to gotten, see it but no have you ever gotten hurt have i ever gotten hurt on the show doing what like you're sort of in between those guys or you're just nah. sort of a an innocent bystander then you uh -huh. somehow you're get you know it's collateral damage no dan you know me I'm, I'm a sensitive guy i've only had my feelings hurt there's been no physical pain it's emotional, <laughs> emotional pain. I get it. Uh, why are we having All-Star Weekend? Well, um, I think because uh, it's a tradition and it's because uh, obviously there are monetary issues that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the last guy to ask about what something's going to mean from a fiscal standpoint. 
But I think, I mean, the commissioner was pretty forthright about that. He said, yeah, I mean, look, we, we want to do this. And it looks like the fans want it because there's so much voting and that kind of thing. But he also was like, look, we need to we need to do this financially. And so uh, having it in Atlanta certainly reduces all the uh, the travel for all of our folks because, you know, we have the game on TNT. So uh, there's nobody flying cross country or flying here and there and that kind of thing. And, and, and all the equipments here. So uh, that's, I, that's why we're having it. I was surprised, you know, I, I didn't think, you know, I, when the word came down that, that there was going to be one, I, I was surprised. I thought uh, just from my view, it was going to be, well, let's, Hey, let's get to the all-star break. And then everybody sit back and take a deep breath and say, Hey, we did this. All yeah. right. Now, now what can we do on the second half? But um, but again, they have their reasons for doing it. And I, I'm in a few hours, I'm heading down to, uh, to the Omni hotel to, uh, quarantine for a couple of days and, um, get tested today. I, I was tested last night. I'll get tested again today and tomorrow and, and then go to the arena Sunday and, um, and we'll do the thing. The four-part documentary on uh, Inside the NBA. You can see it on TNT. Tonight is uh, The Role Player. That's uh, part two. What's the best item in your uh, man cave or your office there? Um, picture of me and my dad is pretty cool right there. Oh, over your right shoulder? Yeah, right there. Uh, from back in 59, I believe. Uh, his last year with the Braves. Uh, that was from like a father Sunday. Um, what else we got here? Uh, there's Georgia, Georgia Jersey. that says Poppy, which is what my grandkids call me. Yeah. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff in here. We call this, we call this the room because my dad sent me a clipping one time from the AJC that talked about our high school baseball game. And he just, and then he said, here, put this in the room when it's built. And so, you know, he, he says that back in the in the 80s or the 70s. And so my wife and I said, you know what? We're going to make the room. So we just got a bunch of stuff in here, man. I have a very hard time throwing things away. Any sports Emmys in there? Uh, there's one right there. Oh, okay. I got there. Probably, there a couple others, probably couple should have upstairs. my name on it. Probably should have my name on it. Oh, without question. Yeah, I know. without question. Have you ever won it and felt guilty that... I was out there in the audience and I didn't win it. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm, I'm going to try to make a try to answer this in a way that doesn't sound like it's you know mamby pamby BS. Um, whenever my name is called on that thing, it's like how, how did that happen? Because I always look out there and I, and I see and, and you look at the list of guys and it and every year it could go to anybody, any of those you know five that are that are nominated. Um, yeah, but there's. There's a special bittersweet feeling when you leave the stage and I, you and I lock eyes. and, and I. But I always wonder <laughs> when I see you win, like, how did I not win when we lock eyes? So, <laughs> like, how did that happen is what I say. It's, well, that's an upset for the ages. How did yes, that happen? Yeah, but, but I will say I am pretty phony when it comes to applauding because, I mean, I'm used to being there with Bob Costas. So when yeah. Costas doesn't win, I go, I'm in. Like, this is mine. And then, yeah, when he's not nominated, everybody feels like, oh, oh we're thrilled. We got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and the winner is Ernie Judge. And then I'm like, I got to be really quick because I like you and I root for you. But after a while, I don't like you and I don't root for you. <laughs> that's so that's so kind of it. But you know what, what? What's funny is when you 
it, just to the point we made when for so many years when bob was nominated it was like okay good i'll yeah i'll go but i'm just going to be there to cheer for bob you know when when his name is called but those times when hold on i'm nominated <laughs> costas is not the guy who's won 857 of these bad boys we got a chance i don't know if uh, I, I ever told you this story but there was one year when costas wasn't nominated for the uh, best studio host and i'm nominated along with chris berman and I'm not sure who else was nominated, but I'm at the table. They had tables back then. And I'm sitting there and Chris Berman is talking to a couple of producers. Scott Ackerson uh, was one of our producers. Bob Rauscher was a producer. He's, and he's telling them that, uh, yeah, uh, I got to thank, <laughs> I got to thank Tommy, me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going down the list of everybody he's going to thank. And then he looks at me and he goes, eh, good luck. Well, I win the sports Emmy, Ernie. I come back at the table, and it's as if I walked into a wake. I call my wife, and, I, I, and she goes, you don't sound excited. I go, oh, hon, it's bad. I walked out of the sports Emmys after that, went down to Clark's, and had a drink. I brought the Emmy and I I sat at the bar with my Emmy and I just had I had a couple of beers because I, I couldn't just sit there by with, yourself. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. What a what an image. I know. But I, I felt bad that like Chris, the reason why I won is that Chris opened the door for us to be able to have fun on SportsCenter. Really, Chris right. is as influential as anybody who's ever done this. But I felt bad. I'm just there with that sports Emmy, and he's right across the table from me. And I felt terrible. And I, I just remember going, I'm going down the street. And uh, just went to a bar and sat there with my Emmy. Drank. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah. What a, what a touching and disturbing story. Yes. Thank you. That, that is the title of my documentary. It's a four-part documentary. Touching, <laughs> touching and, and disturbing. disturbing. The Dan Patrick story. <laughs> uh, play nice this weekend, by the way. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of co- hey, by the way, yeah. Chuckster will not be with us for all-star coverage. Oh, his daughter's getting married. Yeah. How about Christiana. that? Christiana. Do you Christiana think he cries? Do you think he cries? Oh, no doubt. I love it. Oh, no, he's crying right now. I mean, it's it's not. You know what? And I've been down that road and it's fine. It's did okay you cry? cry? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. But you know what? Um, and see, I'm I'm a sucker. You know, the, the movie Father of the Bride. Yeah. Steve Martin. Because yeah. that that always tears me up. And so I actually tried to circumvent me crying too much at, at Maggie's wedding by watching the movie like two nights before just to try to get it out of my system. <laughs> and all it did was exacerbate the situation something. I mean, because I mean, you're sitting there and you're and you're about to do it and you look in your daughter's eyes and it's just like, oh, my goodness, I got to do but, it three times, Ernie. But I, I wasn't a mess, though. Oh, oh, it's Dan. It's the it's the it's the greatest. It, it, you know, there's there's this, this great part. There's this horrible part. But when they when they mesh together, it just makes for the most unforgettable cool day. You'll never forget it. You got to do it three times. Yeah, I got three daughters. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I'll be doing this again yeah, at some point too. But uh, but it was you know to do that, and I was also my the best man at my son Eric's wedding. So I've had these 
wonderful, incredible moments. And and so uh, if anybody ever has fun saying, oh, is anybody going to cry? You go ahead, man. If, if there's ever a reason to cry, it's at, it's at moments like this. I have suggested to my daughters that all three get married on the same day. Mm-hmm. Cut cost and cut down on the tears. That would be uh, that would be unique. You know what? I I think when I when when Eric and Maggie both got married, they got married a month apart in the same year. Mm. Um, so that's why I'm going to be working until I'm <laughs> nine ninety three. <laughs> uh, Ernie, great to talk to you, and uh, happy to play a role in some small part in the uh, documentary series. Uh, no, I meant to, I meant to say that too, Dan. I'm sorry because. No, they had so many. They talked to so many folks, you included, and and the way our editors and everybody. I mean, they've done a spectacular job, and I don't know if you've watched the whole thing or any of it at all. But the way they put put this thing together, and with the comments of folks like you and and Wilbon and others, um, and Common and you name it, uh, it's just they did a spectacular job. And it's it's not me just saying, hey, this is great because it's about our show, but. There are times when you watch a show, watch a documentary, something like this, and say, man, is that well put together? Uh, it really is. So thanks for thanks for all your kind words about the show, man. You would you were awesome. And if you win another sports Emmy because of this documentary that I've been praising, that doesn't mm-hmm. seem right though. Um if that happens, I'm just uh, I'm going down to Clark's but just, by uh, yourself. By myself. <laughs> yeah. With your Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Set me up, Sal. Yeah. Well, have another round. Th- <laughs> Thank you, Ernie. Have a great weekend. See you, we'll buddy. See you. That's Ernesto Johnson Jr. the third TNT inside the NBA. And uh part two of uh that four part documentary tonight, nine Eastern. It's called The Role Player. Take a break. Yeah, Paul. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but we had Barkley on. It had to be 15, 16. Do we years want to ago. take a break and come back with this? It, it's it's just to put a bow on the have his daughters getting married this weekend. Yeah. You asked because I think he just had a daughter or like his second daughter. I don't know what it was, but you said you have. Like well, I've a, known Charles for forever, thirty plus years. And you were offering him advice on having daughters, and he goes, "He goes, Dan, here's my plan." He goes, "The first boy that comes over, I'm going to kill him." He goes, "The word will get out. No boys will come over." He goes, "I'm Charles Barkley. No one's going to prosecute me. Everyone loves me." That's what he told us. Twenty-one after the hour, we'll come back with phone calls after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, discover the Discover credit card because any credit card can offer cash back. But only, and I mean only, Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. So it's like getting a birthday card that is shaped like cash, has cash inside. But in this case, it's stuffed with your first year cash back match. You don't even have to send a thank you note. Cash back match is what it's called. Only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachers moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar.
LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Players' Championship will take place, TPC Sawgrass, March 11th through the 14th. You can watch on golf and NBC. 
to Meat Friday. Our thanks, as always, to the great folks at Traeger. You want to order a grill or pellets, whatever you need, they got it all. Uh, TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Saw where the Kansas City Chiefs have a new stadium naming rights deal. It's not going over well on Twitter. McLevin, do you know how this is pronounced? Like Kansas City's home football field is going to be called? See, I don't know if you just say the letters or if you try and pronounce it. And it's it's a G-E-H-A. Gaha? 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 Or is it the G-E-H-A stadium? I guess it's a G-E-H-A. So <laughs> what is G-E-H-A, you might ask? But I thought it was Arrowhead Stadium. No, it's no. come on. Arrowhead, no. everything's sponsored now. Yes, yeah, it's G-E-H-A field at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, okay. But that's going to be on the field itself. I'm going to guess that they're paying for a logo on the field. Right. It's like... Uh, you know, Jimmy Lipper Court <laughs> at Cameron Indoor. It's like Lude Olson Court, right. I think, at uh, Arizona. Yes, yeah. Paulie. Do they think that any Chiefs fan's going to go, hey, kids, get in the car and go down to Geehaw this weekend and watch the Chiefs? <laughs> Geehaw! You know, like some of the stadiums, um, they do catch on. Like Heinz Field with Pittsburgh, it's more easy to say. It's a product people know. You know, that's not that hard, you know. Uh, but uh, Raymond James Stadium. Tampa, you get used to it. But there's some places that don't have them. Like, well, uh, Wrigley Field. Yeah, that's uh was owned by the Wrigley family. Yeah, Soldier Field in Chicago. Uh, the, the White Sox Park has changed five times. But people still call it Comiskey. Well, I can't keep up with Pac Bell in San Francisco. It, it's usually after a phone company. But I, I, you know, I'm, I just go. It's San Francisco Ballpark, and it's one of the best ones in baseball. One of my favorites. Might be my favorite. Yeah, Paul or uh, McLevin. I, I'll be honest, Raymond James is a company, not a person. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's like an investment yeah. company. Like Edward Jones Dome, wasn't it, for yeah. St. Louis? Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. I have all of them here. Right? SoFi Stadium. All right, I'll name this, the team, see if you can name the bank, the sponsor. Um, Minneapolis, in the Minnesota Vikings. What's it, what's it name? Isn't that a, that's a bank, too. That's right. It's like a trust. Um, you were almost at U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, U.S. Bank Stadium. The okay. Jaguars. Jaguars. Uh, it should fall off your lips. TII Bank Field, Dan. Well, whenever I knew a stadium was sponsored like that, I would try not to say the sponsor name. I would go out of my way when I did the highlights that I was not going to give you. No, let's go down to now. Sometimes you would say it and you didn't even realize you were saying it, but I, I just didn't want to go. I'm going to give you a plug because you're not paying me to give you a plug. Yeah, Seton. It's funny, though, that in a sport like, say, football, baseball, basketball, when there's a sponsor name change, it's like, oh, my God, that's a, how are we ever going to do it? Whereas NASCAR, like, it's literally only sponsors. It's the FedEx Cup, you know, or like, hey, what are you? Oh, uh, Jimmy's uh, racing Nextel this year. Oh, no kidding. He's in Nextel. Wow, that's great. Or a golf event changes its name. It's literally only sponsor names. Yeah, Paul. Raider Stadium is what's the sponsor? Tuffy. Allian. Oh. Ali. You're so close. Uh, Allegiant. All Allegiant. Uh, the Seahawks. Uh, Lumen Field. No, I would not have got that the, the one. The 49ers you may get. Uh, Levi. Levi Stadium. Um, oh, the Browns. This is a tough one. Wait, is Levi like the jeans Levi? Yeah. yeah. They don't have a tech company sponsoring San Francisco? That's amazing. 
Uh, the Cleveland Browns. I don't know. First energy stadium. Dude. Mm. Um, mm. Miami Dolphins. Sun Trust. I think that you were right three years ago. Hard Rock. Hard Rock. Oh, okay. And the rest are pretty. <laughs> yeah, the, the Colts. Uh, I don't know. Lucas Oil. Oh, Lucas Oil. Oh, that's great, right. great engine treatment. Yeah. Eagles yeah. one is pretty good. You know that, right? The link. Yeah, that works. Yeah. These veterans hitting was the worst. The Ravens. <laughs> well, no, the stadium itself was the worst. Yeah, yeah. Not, the name not was calling it <laughs> veterans. <laughs> you know, <let's>, oh, sorry. <laughs> clarify. Wow. McLovin hates veterans. <laughs> clarify. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Theirs is a bank, too. It's like uh, something, something NT. Man, you're so, you're good at this. MT Bank or MNT Bank Stadium. Eh, yes, McClough. By the way, GIHA is Government Employees Health Association. So maybe you say, hey, let's go down to the Government Employees Health Association <laughs> field. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, sorry. Arrowheaded Government Employees Health Association <laughs> field. Stadium. That should be a new chant. Like, they should get all those words together and get a chant going. GIHA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind? What up, though? One time for chat row. Uh, McLovin's snark is very strong today. The snark is strong with that one. Yeah. Um, happy Meat Friday to you guys. Congratulations to Tyler on his promotion to Smoke Master General. Uh, listen, <laughs> in chat row, we have a burst. Robert Fortson. Uh, baby weighing in at 8 pounds, 20 inches. Big fan of Dan Patrick. So, yeah, 8 pounds, 20 inches. There we go. There we go. And also, Dan, just real quick, I want to know at the end of the 2021 season, in reference to the uh, the big man situation, will we be saying that uh, his farewell tour went down the way it was supposed to be or that he stayed one year too long? Because I really don't see them going anywhere with that whole situation. Well, like, I don't know how – thank you, Jeff. Have a good weekend. I don't know how good they are if they don't – uh, re-signed Bud Dupree. You know, he's got some receivers. Uh, Deontay Johnson has the yips. Do they have a, an established true running back? Or are they going to do it running back by committee? Uh, they lost Pouncey. They're not a bad team, but I think they're the third best team in their own division. And if you got Ben at that price and, you know, you, I don't think this is like Kobe when Kobe was with the Lakers and he was making all that money the last two years, but they weren't any good. You know, Laker fans would still come out to see Kobe. I don't know if Steeler fans are going, hey, we're not going anywhere, but let's go out and see Ben one more time. I don't get that feeling. But maybe, you know, Ben, first half of the season played pretty well. I, I have his first nine games. He had 22 touchdowns, four interceptions, and his quarterback rating was 103. The last seven games, 15 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and his quarterback rating was 83.7. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Ben also needs four more touchdown passes to become the eighth quarterback all time with 400 touchdowns or more. Yes, McLovin. I looked up the box score that game to Cleveland. Guess how many yards he threw for in that game? 501. Yeah. Which shows how, and four interceptions, by the way. He must, it threw it 68 times. Yes. I, I don't know how strong his arm is. I don't know how strong his arm needs to be, but... 
you know, you start to see Breeze and Phillip Rivers. And I mean, this is the normal, you know, de-evolution of a quarterback. Uh, it, you know, you may lose your mobility. Well, these are quarterbacks that didn't have mobility. Now you, you lose that arm strength. And, you know, you saw that with the Saints. The defensive backs were not afraid of the Saints at all. Oh, by the way, can you, can you, uh, let me see. Let me get to Sophie in Los Angeles, and I want to go get my phone because I have the scouting report. I have a scout's notes on Trevor Lawrence. Oh, so uh, let's bring in Sophie, who joins us from Los Angeles. Hi, Soph. Good evening. Uh, sorry, good morning, Dan. Uh, I'm wishing my day away here. It's been a long time. Great to hear your voice. I just wanted to throw something at you because there's always so much talk about NFL players and superstars in NFL but I hope you saw, and I'm sure Seaton may have told you, that Weston McKinney uh, signed for Juventus, an $18.5 million deal. The, the young player was in FC Dallas Academy. He's now playing for the old lady. He's had 14 starts in Syria, four goals, two assists. He's played in the Champions League six times, had an amazing scissor kick versus Barcelona in the group stages of the Champions League. He's going to be in the Coppa Italia final. He now joins players like Christian Pulisic at Chelsea, Gio Reyna at Dortmund, Serginho Dest at Barcelona, um, and of course, Tyler Adams at RB Leipzig. Uh, there's an amazing crop of young Americans in Europe who are the golden generation, I think, can be better than the likes of Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan, Josie Altador, Altador and that era. So but, please but keep Sophie, your eye on them. Give them a shout and some love. Sophie, all I care about is Ted Lasso. <laughs> is he not the legend of all legends? What a show. How does that show come season. off as somebody who loves soccer? How... You know, hopefully they have a sense of humor, but how does Ted Lasso come off, do you think? Oh, no, we love it because, um, as I'm sure you know, it was a skit on NBC when the Premier League coverage was kicking in and he had this moment with Jose Mourinho and like even uh, my good friend Rebecca Lowe uh, interviewed him early on and then the show kind of, you know, went on from there and they developed a series. Soccer fans absolutely love it. They think it's hilarious. He's brilliant in that role. Huge fan of Sudeikis, and I'm so happy that he won the Golden Globe as well. And the fact that they're filming season two, long may it continue. We love it. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, Sophie, have a great weekend. Always great to hear from you. You uh, too, mate. Take care. All Love right. To the boys. Cheers. I had this from, uh, this is Scout, who is breaking down Trevor Lawrence, his game film. Um, and these are just some of his notes that he gave me. Because I was curious, like, what are you writing down? And, and how, how much are you writing down? Uh, very little rust in, uh, you know, when he was uh, versus Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech. Um, decisive passer, gets it out quickly. Able to rope throws 40 yards down the field into tight spots. Deep field range, 60 plus yards. Unselfish runner with vision and speed. Um Experience reading defenses pre-snap, confident decision-making, occasionally throws into coverage and tight windows. Talks about size, height, competitiveness, uh, very good athlete with speed, quick feet, balance, body control, dual threat quarterback. Uh, let's see, what else does he say? Uh, moves his feet with his eyes and works through progressions with concentration versus pressure, excellent anticipation. 
Uh, impressive second reaction movement to throw well under duress and extend plays. Lethal throwing on the run, especially to his left, with down-the-field accuracy, fearless on design runs, scrambles with speed, avoid strength and finish, uh, has taken hard hits, bounces right back up, and then the scout underlines the uh, percentage, completion percentage of 69.2%. Now, he had other things in there. Uh, there were a couple things in there that he said, you know, you can't share, but... Um, and you have a lot of these teams who are are scouting. Like, they do this anyway because you're going to be facing these players. A lot of times you'll bring in a player to interview them. Even though you know you're not going to draft them, they want to know who you are, what you're all about. And that's what teams do. Jacksonville's taking Trevor Lawrence, but that doesn't stop teams from scouting them. Belichick famously did this, does this, where he wants to look at you because eventually he's going to be playing you, facing you. Who are you? What are you all about? Yeah, McLovin. There's one note you said in there. Did you say unselfish runner? Yes. I didn't understand that. I mean, sounds sounds like a positive. Yeah. Well, I I think he had the one moment, and it might have been against Syracuse, where he stayed inbounds to try to get a couple extra yards, and he got hurt this a couple of years ago. And I thought, what are you doing? You don't need to get three more yards against Syracuse. You got to get out of bounds. You're a big guy, big target. All right, we'll take a break. Close up shop after this. What we learn, what's in store for next week. And uh, we're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. If you're watching on Peacock, it's pulled pork time here, as it always is on Friday, coming off the Traeger Grill. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Close up shop on this Friday. Send this out to Heather in Denver and her family. We love you, Heather. Long, long time fan. Here's Arcade Fire. Been doing this a long time. And you have fans that, you know, they become part of the program. And Heather in Denver is is one of those special people. I remember when I was at ESPN and she called into the show. I think she had just had her first child, if I'm if I'm correct on that. Seton, you might remember, but I, I think Heather called in to make the announcement or let us know that she had just yeah. had a baby. Yeah. But uh, going through going through some things there, but uh, just want to let you know, Heather, we're thinking about you. Meet Friday, TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. Start shopping or uh, check out one at a dealer near you. Final results of the poll question, McLovin. What should we do about NFL overtime? 38% say go to college overtime. Yeah, I know. That's usually the response we get. I hate going down that rabbit hole when we talk about overtime. We w- we came up with no overtime. No overtime during the regular season. You know, if it ends in a tie, it ends in a tie, and that's it. And, you know, we got people to respond in overtime. Yeah, Pauline. It got a lot of good response as a concept, but then a lot of people didn't like the soccer comparison. The idea of uh, any sporting match ending in a tie is kind of the unpopular opinion of that. I get it. I mean, you want some finality. You want a winner and a loser. But I think it does, instead of playing for overtime, it keeps a little, it, it has a little bit more of a frenetic pace there towards the end of regulation. Yes, Seton. But isn't there still, uh, it's still possible in the NFL for games to end in a tie? Yeah. So it's like, it, it's, it already exists. Yeah, we had that with the Bengals and the Eagles earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so very much. Uh, If you want to take part in our uh, March Madness Celebrity Bracket Challenge, you can be thrown into uh, the deep end of the pool with everybody. You can compete with the likes of uh, Shaq Barrett is going to be with us. We got uh, the tag uh, the uh, guys tag team. 
Uh, Jake from State Farm is wow. there. Jim Parsons, <laughs> Darius Rucker, Brian Cranston. I mean, it's 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 a random list. Chris Weber's in it. Bob Costas, Mark Cuban, John Oates of Hall and Oates. Um, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada. I don't in. think so, Paulie. He's in. I don't think so. Yeah, with this list, it would make sense. Yeah, but you and the uh, we're going to have a link. But if you're on the newsletter, then uh, you'll get first crack to be involved in this. But we want as many people as possible to be involved. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter at uh, danpatrick.com. That recaps everything we do. Comes out at 6 Eastern and 3 Pacific. I think Pippa Middleton. I told you. Is uh, that's uh, the sister. Get out of here. Yeah, I think Pippa Middleton. She's the sister of Kate Kate Middleton. Yeah, I think Pippa, big college hoop fan. Pippa, crazy college hoop <laughs> fan. Crazy. Oh, the interview. You set me up to talk about the interview this weekend. With, oh, with Oprah? Yeah, you and me are, are the only ones who know, understand how important this is. Yeah, there was no topics that were uh, off limits between uh, Oprah and uh, Prince Harry and his wife. Yes, and the Queen is giving a talk two hours. Before. The Queen and William are going on national TV two hours before to preempt the interview. But I like how they're investigating this. Was uh, you know what? What's her name? Uh, Harry's wife. Uh, oh, uh, Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. That Meghan Markle was rude to the staff at uh, the palace or whatever, wherever it is. I hope they do the same kind of investigating with uh, you know Prince Andrew. With everything that he's involved in. And I just hope that they're fair, you know, with uh, Meghan Markle, with what she's going through. We're going to investigate this. Did she bully the staff here? Okay. I mean, just make sure you investigate, uh, you know, Prince Prince Andrew with all he's going through. Just a suggestion there. Yes, Pauline? What other reason is there to be royal than to be mean to a staff of underlings? <laughs> Isn't that the entire concept of it? It's like, hold up. Like, she wasn't like, there was no guillotine involved. That was pretty rude. Yeah, she wasn't sending him to the... Chambers like Anne Boleyn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was rude. <laughs> yes, you know. Okay, now did that, she use the wrong fork? That, out of order? Uh, yes, yeah, maybe. My coffee is cool. You're off to the gallows. Off with her head. Off to the gallows. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be when you're royal, right? Old days. Oh, I always think of Lord when I think about royals. What's our second best song? <laughs> I, <don't>, I, I <laughs> think the extended play of royals. When, when they combine the songs of Hotel California and uh, Royals by Lord, that was the second song. By the way, it's very good. Yes, McClellan. So Pippa Middleton will probably have Butler going all the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> or Todd? Yeah, there's got to be. I was trying so hard for a second one. I can't come up with it. I don't have one. Oh. Put me on the spot. Oh, Duke. Oh, there you go. Wow. But they're not in it. They're not going to be in the tournament. She'll make sure that they get in. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, St. John's, aren't they in Queens? It's all coming together. Yes, it is. I think we've all got it here. Paulie, this day in sports history. I'm going to go old school, Dan. 1924, Frank Karunia of Buffalo, New York, became the first bowler to roll two perfect games in a row. Hmm. <laughs> I want to let, put him on a you know stage and get oh, it all to himself. Okay, you're right. He deserves that's the, that's an appropriate reaction. You know yeah. what he said after doing that? <laughs> 
who do you think you are? I am. Oh, <laughs> yeah. whoa. Just like, who do, you, who do you think you are? I am. Todd, what did you learn today? <laughs> Mike Florio thinks the Steelers are delusional if they think they've got a championship team right now with Big Ben. McLovin. The UFO debate rages on. Seton O'Connor. When Ernie Johnson wins an Emmy, he thinks, wow, how did that happen? Yeah. You think, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Paulie. Pippa Middleton in the uh, bracket contest. Who yeah, knew? I believe that is. And I believe that's who it is. Uh, Todd, what did I learn? Uh, the Lakers' Alex Caruso turned down participation in the dunk contest. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting edge, tech, five-star sales service, and support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, engineered, get ready for anything, go the extra mile, take the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Have a great weekend, everybody. Can't wait to talk to you again on Monday, Dan Patrick Show. Oh, but wait, there's one more item here, and it's rare when I say this, but I will be skipping my built bar today because... It's Meat Friday, and uh, it's rare when that happens because Built Bar is great for that in-between meals, or maybe you want to uh, supplement that for a meal, or you don't have time. Built Bar is a protein bar, best-tasting protein bar you'll find. Salted caramel should be illegal, but uh, there's so many other choices here. Mint brownie, cookies and cream, coconut. Do they have a pulled pork? They do not have a pulled pork <laughs> Built Bar yet. Because as I say, you could supplement that in for Meat Friday. I could. If you wanted to. I like that. Well, check out all the delicious, before Seton interrupted me, check out all the delicious flavors at BuiltBar.com. Promo code DP20. Get 20% off your first order. You really aren't going to believe how great these flavors are. And remember, it's a protein bar. BuiltBar.com. Promo code DP20. Get 20% off. BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code DP20. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.